friend. I'm going to go ahead and call you friend because I never meet a stranger. My name is Christina and welcome to my closet where we're fixing to get real, raw, and relatable about life. Quick bio, I love Jesus, my family, and people in general. Oh yeah, and making fun videos on TikTok and Facebook. So look me up there and let's be friends under Christina Smith McCulley. I'm a mom of three and in case you didn't pick up on it, I'm from the South. I'm an open book, which sometimes is not a good thing, but it is what it is. Maybe I'll say something that helps you, or maybe I won't. Either way, God gets the glory, because he's given me the gift of gab, and I'm going to use it. Thank you for being here. Welcome. How are you doing today? I'm sorry, it's been three weeks. I feel like I say that every time. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Every week I meant to go live. I meant to go, well, now, okay, I was traveling two of them Sundays. I went to Orlando. Um, actually, I, I wasn't traveling. I just lied because I was traveling Saturday, so I shouldn't have made one Sunday. But then the next Sunday I was flying all day because I was in Arkansas. I started a new business a few months ago, and I went to meet some of my team members I've never met before. Um, but, you know, online you could be, like, really good friends not have met them yet but um so I did that and then last Sunday I just had no excuse none planned to go do it all day and didn't but you know what here we are let's not even worry about the past okay what is that what is that that um Lion King says the past is just that I don't even know but that monkey you remember he said something really smart about the past I don't know anyways okay let's just get started listen one of the things that I get the most feedback on when I do a TikTok about it or a Facebook post or anything is people being offended or resentful towards someone or having unforgiveness. And, you know, we all know that it's harmful to our own well-being. We all know that it hurts us more than it hurts the other person. We know all that, blah, 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 all that stuff. But it's still there and it's still a hard thing to deal with. It's very hard when somebody offends us to let that go, especially it seems to be so much worse if they're close to us. Um, well, not even worse because there are offenses that happen that you don't even know the person and it still can hurt just as bad. I mean, imagine the pain that a parent would feel if somebody doing something to their child, even, I mean, somebody they don't know. I, I can't imagine that kind of resentment and anger that arises so it's not that you have to be close to somebody it makes it worse when we're offended when somebody hurts us when somebody betrays us it's there you know it's it it, it hurts and I know I've done podcast on unforgiveness before but I hope you'll stick around because I think it's a subject that we could probably hear once a week and still need to grow in you know still need to learn um if you have been following me or you're on my social media anywhere, then maybe you can tell that I've had some things happen lately that have been very hard to let go of. They've been, I mean, I'm just honestly telling you that I think I'll be over it and then something will happen and it'll rise up in me again, especially when you have to see the people or be around the people. Um, it's hard, you know, if it's somebody that you don't know, then block them on Facebook, don't read their stuff. Now, I say that, and I <laughs> I could be the queen of going and checking somebody's profile that has hurt me. I don't know why. Torture? I don't know. Because you're always going to read it, 
with either judgment if they've hurt you and you have that bitterness in there or you're going to read it with um some jealousy like why are they thriving and i'm not you know what i'm saying so i can tell you to block it and not not read the stuff all day but you know i still need to grow in that area too but especially when somebody had to see on tiktok when i do a tiktok on unforgiveness i get all kind of comments about you know parents in-laws ex-spouses um people they still have to see and that pain is there so we're going to talk about it because whether it be an offense of somebody you know cutting you off in traffic or somebody being rude to you in the drive-through or a family member that hurts you is still dangerous to let um unforgiveness harbor and that's i mean it's so important to god because of what Jesus did for us, because that he took everything we've done on him and paid that debt. So I feel like that's why it's so important to God and why it's something that Jesus preached and that he walked in. He walked in love and he walked in forgiveness. I mean, I cannot imagine. I can't imagine. Like it's, I mean, it's just unfathomable to imagine being hung on a cross and beaten and tortured and still saying, you know, God forgive them. They don't know what they do. Like, how do they not know what they do? What do you mean? Like, how did they not know what they were doing? That's what I'm thinking, you know. And he's our example. He is our example to walk in that love and walk in that unforgiveness. But let's just throw this in here. He was Jesus. Okay. He was God. I feel like that should definitely be put there because I know I've been like, oh, well, Jesus did that. I should do that. And then I had to remind myself, well, now that's why he's Jesus and you're not. But, I mean, you know, we still need to walk in that example. <laughs> um, but that's, I mean, I feel like it's so important to God because of what Jesus did. Also, because it puts a wall between us and God when we are walking in unforgiveness and resentment. It just puts a block. You know, have you been angry um, at something that happened that morning and you hold it and it festers and then you take it on everybody else, you know, it just puts a wall between everything really. I mean, not just myself and God, but I take it on other people whenever I have that bitterness in my heart or, you know, some unforgiveness and you can feel it growing. I mean, you can feel it. I know a couple of weeks ago I was just in a mood and I'm like, what is going on? And I realized that something had triggered me with somebody and I was just being consumed with anger about it, no matter really how many times. Well, I will say I probably went four or five days without actually like just talking to God about it and just asking him, heal my heart. And he did. He did. It's amazing when we are humble and open before him, how much softer we feel, how much relief and peace we feel. I think that's the key though. Is being open and humble, humbly going to our Father and telling Him, like, huh, I'm having a hard time. This person has hurt me. I don't want to forgive them. I don't want to pray for them. I want them to pay. Help me, God. Help me. And just being open and humble like that. Um, I heard an analogy last week or a couple of weeks ago, from my massage therapist. Actually, we were talking about this kind of stuff, and I was telling her my struggles and how I always think I've forgiven them, and then it might, you know, trigger something. And 
And she gave me a great visual that I've been able to use this week, and I want to share it with you. So what she, what she told me was that, you know, forgiveness is not saying what they did was okay. And forgiveness is not saying, it's fine, just keep on walking on me and all. But what forgiveness truly is, is imagine that person being held up by a hook, okay? Not like in their body. I'm talking like, imagine their shirt, the back of their shirt's, held on a hook on the wall, okay? And you're the one holding that hook. Now, for one, that would get pretty heavy, okay? And for two, you're pulling it around with you. You're dangling in it. What? Well, we'll talk about that in a minute, okay? We'll talk about we'll talk about that in a minute. But imagine they're on a hook. What forgiveness is, is taking them off of your hook and placing them on God's hook and just saying, you know, here, I'm going to let you deal with it. I'm going to let you um, handle it. I'm not going to carry it around anymore. That's the main thing. I'm not going to carry that burden. Because this point right here is what I was fixing to say. You cannot change that person. And no fussing is probably going to change them. And what if... what? What is the alternative? Let's say you have someone who's hurt you and they will not apologize. They don't think what they did was wrong. They don't see any problem in their actions. Okay. So I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm holding on to it. And I've told God, how many times do I have to forgive them and let this go? Because it keeps getting brought up in my mind. I can't forget it because it gets brought up in my mind because I have to see the person, you know. How many times? And he, he spoke to my heart. He said, well, what's the alternative? What's the alternative? Walk around miserable? Walk around heavy? Walk around pulling this burden? What's the alternative? And that is so true. What is the alternative? Because they aren't hurting. They aren't miserable. They're not angry. And if they are, then that still doesn't make me feel better you know what I mean like it doesn't make me feel better if they're miserable that I'm mad at them it, that doesn't that doesn't win me anything also let's think about if they did apologize would that help anything it might but if you're still hanging on to it then even if they apologize you would rehearse that in your mind again well they did this this and this yeah, they said they were sorry, but they did this, this, and this. If you haven't let it go, right? You would still be holding on to it. You can't change them. You can't you can't beg them to see the error in their ways. You can't make them see it, but God can. So when we take them off of the hook I have them on and place them on his hook, I'm I'm letting it go to let him deal with it, however he sees fit. Last week, something happened, and I wanted to prove, I wanted proof in what this person had done, okay? And so I was just racking my brain trying to figure out how to prove it. Um, I know it was done, but I can't prove it, but I know it was done, right? So I'm like, maybe I'll do that. I kind of feel like Sarah, when Sarah wanted to get pregnant, and she couldn't get pregnant, and she said, I know what I'll do. I'll put my servant with was Abraham 
that's what I felt like. I know what I'll do. I'll do this, this, and this to try to prove it. And God spoke to my heart again. He said, you don't need to prove it. I know. You don't need to prove it. I know. So taking them off my hook, me trying to out them or me trying to prove it or me trying to change them or me trying to force an apology, none of that works. And even if it did, it would not solve my heart issue because unforgiveness is a heart issue. So even if that other person changes and apologizes and pays you back or you get them back or whatever, it's still a heart issue if you're harboring it in your heart. Does that make sense? And whatever's in your heart, that is the seed. Like your heart is the soil, okay? Whatever you've planted in it, the seed, if you have a seed of unforgiveness, a seed of bitterness, a seed of offense, it is going to produce fruit on you. Not on them. You. You're the one who's going to have the fruit of lashing out, anger, miserable, um, down, not happy. Does all this make sense? I hope it makes sense. Here's another thing that I ask God to do. And this really helped me because let me tell Yeah, when you get some followers on TikTok or Facebook or YouTube, people, mm, they like to push buttons and they try to push your buttons. And I'm assuming that they just, I, I, I couldn't imagine commenting rude things on people's stuff, even if I knew them, much less people I don't know. But some people, it doesn't affect them. It doesn't face them. And his, and I've had to really work on not letting it offend me or get me bitter or mad or say something smart back because it's not going to do any good. I mean, let's just face it. You're not going to change them. And you can sit here and say all you want. Don't, you don't, don't worry about them. Don't worry about what they say. But let it happen to you. Let it happen to you. And see how easy it is <laughs> to just, okay, you know. And most of the time I do, I like laugh or do a thumbs up. And I think that probably makes them mad or so I'm probably just as guilty as, you know, being antagonistic. But um, last week I had somebody on a YouTube that was like, you're ridiculous. You're annoying. What are you even doing here? Were you put here to annoy us? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and then imagine if this was your wife, how embarrassing. Uh People need to get their old moms off of here. I mean, just, you know, random stuff that people are saying. And one person in particular, I went back and forth a little bit. I was like, you know, it would have taken more time for you to type out that comment than just to use the block button. And then they're like, yeah, but you're stupid. You shouldn't even be on here. And so I'm like, have a good day. You know, but then I was like, why am I even going back and forth? And why am I letting this bother me? And I asked God, or actually I didn't even ask him. I just had it in my mind and my heart and I was kind of a little mad about it and I was listening to a book and they were talking about the way people act is based on you know past things that that have probably happened to them or that seed you know if I have a seed planted in my heart of um let's say that my parents abandoned me then that if I if I don't you know get healing on my issue from God then I will take that into my adulthood and I won't trust people probably I mean that's that's just probably what it's going to be so I was listening to the book and they were talking about this all of a sudden I had a vision of like him being abandoned 
and rejected by his parents. And so it reminded me that every single person that acts a certain way that is not like Jesus, something in their past has probably triggered that. And so that's another thing that I do when I have someone that's hurt me or offended me, even the close family member, even a a close family member, I try to ask God, let me see their heart. And it always softens mine towards them. Now, is that saying just, it's okay what they did? No, no. Just because something happens to us doesn't mean that we're not responsible for healing or the actions we take. No, it doesn't excuse it. But it helps soften my heart, which is what I want, because I don't want my heart hard. I don't want my heart grown up with weeds of offense and resentment and bitterness. I want my heart to stay soft and pure because I want to hear from God. And I cannot hear from Him when it's full of weeds. I just can't. And you can't. It it clogs it up. So them were the things that I, you know, them were just a, a a few things like, remove like imagining myself taking them off my hook and putting them on God's hook knowing that I can't change them there's nothing I can do to change them and then asking God to let me see past the action to the root of their heart and that helps you know you can forgive people but you need to protect your peace and Jesus said that he leaves us his peace so that means setting boundaries with someone that is you know I I told you I told you a few weeks ago I went on this hunt about Judas and you know what boundaries did Jesus set with him um would he have allowed Jesus or Judas to come back and let me tell y'all I don't know if I said this in other podcasts but when Jesus washed Judas's feet I was like are you kidding me like I had to wash their feet and so I talked to somebody about that and they were and they were reminding me and then I also did some prayer and like and and researching about it and I was thinking like I was thinking that you know once Jesus was betrayed by Judas Judas didn't come back to Jesus and ask for forgiveness he tried to make it right with the humans but we don't make it right with humans we make it right with Jesus right so I was thinking okay so that's the boundary well then I read that Jesus washed Judas's feet even when he knew that he was going to betray him. And I'm like, what? And I think sometimes we can look at that like almost being like a doormat. Oh, well, they abused me, but I still need to serve them. No, no. I believe Jesus was teaching us here service, serving as a need, not allowing someone to abuse you or walk all over you but if they needed you let me give you an example when my papa was sick I did things that to take care of him that I've never had to do before things that normally I prop my stomach probably wouldn't have been able to handle but because I loved him because he needed me I could do it and God spoke to me during that time and said okay but would you do this for so-and-so and I was like oh hmm but you know I would I would if somebody needed that not okay here's the example the person is sick and needs to be cleaned up needs to be taken care of that's the service that Jesus is talking about the person is not sick and they are toxic and they keep um, hurting you but still you go to them out of insecurity 
not want them to be mad at you or out of pity for them. Um, well, maybe not pity, but you, am I making sense on the difference? Because I can visualize the person that I'm thinking of and just giving and going and, you know, you have to see what the motive is. Like my motive in, you'll know. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you'll know, like if there is a real need there, someone is sick and um, you need to help them. Okay. Versus you're doing it out of resentment. Someone needs money from you, but they're going to use it for a habit. But you, you look at it like, well, Jesus would have given it to him. So here, that's not the service that I believe he was talking about. Not to, you know, make, we have to make sure that we aren't serving out of people pleasing or serving out of insecurity, wanting everybody to like you or serving out of this false lie that you have to, because that's what Jesus would have did. Jesus talked about brush your feet off. If you go into a town and preach my name and they don't accept you, brush your feet off and move on. He doesn't say keep on and just overly pour into them because you're supposed to do that with everybody. No, I think that, am I making sense? I hope I'm making sense to you. And I hope that if, because I've been that way. Listen, people have asked, I can't tell you the amount of times I get asked for money from people I do not know. I do not know them at all. And I, you know, um, I used to, I used to go over and beyond, but I would do it resentfully. They didn't know I was resentful. I was just resentful in my heart. Like, why are they putting me on the spot? Why are they? Well, I had a missionary friend that, that told me, that helped me a lot, because she told me that God had never had them go up and ask someone for money. He always sent it. Because I would think in my mind, well, I should give them this. I should give them $50 because I have $50. But listen. The amount of people that ask me for money, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have $50 if I gave $50 to everybody. So, and it was always, I never knew them. And it was never one time I got asked. And I'm thinking, what are you going to do next month? And then they would ask me the next month. And then, so when I would give, it was, it wasn't out of like, it was more out of resentment because I Am I making sense? I think, and and I think that was a people-pleasing thing. I didn't want them to be mad at me. Even though I was resentful, I didn't want them to be mad at me. I do not believe that's the kind of service Jesus is talking about. I believe that as far as when we give, he will lead. He will lead us to give. And we each have different gifts in giving. Somebody might have the gift of giving money. Someone might have the gift of giving time. Someone might have the gift of giving um, work, giving resources. I hope I'm making I just burnt. I'm so sorry. Um, I hope I'm making sense because I hope that you see my heart and that it's not coming off like that I'm angry. He has blessed me and I do give, but it needs to be out of the right motive. You know what I mean? It needs to be out of the right motive. And when Jesus is talking about serving our enemies, I do not believe he's talking about serving with the wrong motive as far as like, I don't want them mad at me, so let me do it but more of a servant heart of if there is a need and you and, and you know that God has led you to do it, then we do it. Okay, there's a need for people to go 
to Africa or wherever and preach the gospel. I cannot do that. I cannot do that right now. Okay. I have a family and I can't do that right now. So what? Could I make myself do it? Force myself to do it? Go at the expense of my family? Leave my family behind? I do not believe that was a service that Jesus is talking about. Neglecting family. I hope I'm making sense. And I might be overthinking it. I am an overthinker. Um, But I hope it makes sense. And I feel like it'll speak to somebody maybe. Because now I just feel like I just rambled. But where did we even get on the service part? Mm, We were on forgiveness and here I go. Okay. (laughs) I think it's the part about whenever I felt like, would I do this for my enemy? Would I do this for somebody who's hurt me? Take care of them like this. And yes, I would. If, if they, you know, if they needed taken care of and I was the one that God put in that situation to take care of them, yes, I would take care of them. That's the kind of service that he was doing for Judas. He was washing everybody else's feet. He didn't exclude him and leave him out when he was showing his disciples how he wanted us to serve. But forgiveness is, is a gift that you give yourself right away when you feel offended, right away when you feel like somebody's offended you, go to God and talk to him about it. I used to be like, I'm not mad, I'm not mad, I'm not, and almost push it aside. But that was ridiculous because I was. Go and talk to him about it. Get it out. It's better to vent to him than to vent to somebody else because when you vent to somebody else, it's like you're putting, okay, here's the example that he gave me this morning. When I vent to a person about something that somebody that's hurt me, then that's me picking a sore, okay? When I vent to Jesus, that's me putting medicine on it. Wasn't that good? Holy Spirit gave me that. That was good. When I vent to a person, I'm picking the sore. When I vent to Jesus, we're putting medicine on the sore. Which one's going to heal? Wasn't that good? That needs to be, like, if I twittered, if I tweeted, I would tweet that, but... um. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, thank you that we can come to you and talk to you anytime about anything, even when someone has hurt us and we're just so angry and we just don't see any way of forgiving them, any way of praying for them, any way of getting past the hurt. Thank you that we can talk to you about it. And I pray right now that the person listening to my voice, the person that you bring to their mind that they need to forgive, that you give them a supernatural ability and a supernatural vision that gives them peace and allows them to take this person off of their own hook and put them on your hook and to leave it on your hook. Thank you for that freedom. Thank you, Jesus, that you did that for us. You forgave us. How dare we hold somebody on a hook when you took us off the hook? You put yourself on that hook. You're so good to us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you forgiven us. Thank you for giving us that freedom that we don't have to stay angry and miserable and walk around with it festering inside of us. That you are the healer. You are the medicine. 
praise you and thank you. And Father, it's in your Son's name that we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, find me on social media at Christina Smith McCulley on all platforms. My prayer is that this episode helped you and your walk with Christ. Podcasts are uploaded every Sunday, and if you hit that subscribe or follow show button, you'll receive a notification. Have a great week, friend.